I'm Julie. And I'm Darcy. And this is Classroom Crusaders. We're listening, learning, and leading. There are seven days until Christmas. (laughs) And Darcy, you're in your uh, last couple days before uh, winter vacation. How are you holding up? We're doing good. Like the kids are just working away. And um, that's why we're doing this podcast is because we have a special little holiday edition of a little mini unit that I'm doing. And it kind of piggybacks off of what we talked about last time with the pivoting. And so um, I thought... And we thought that it would be a good idea to kind of get this podcast done before Christmas. Yes, and I'm very proud of us for actually getting it together because this week is just a crazy week all across the board. (laughs) Um, And I also want to say before we talk about this particular um, holiday-related unit, um, it is one of the most beautiful creations that you have come up with. If I, you know, I have to give you some credit for the design of the playlist and all the materials. It's, um, it's really something else. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Although this year is my second year using it and I'm kind of like, oh man, there's some things I would change, (laughs) but (laughs) that's how it goes, right? There's always something that you could change. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about um, what, what the unit is? And yeah. We'll go and, from there. Yeah, and kind of how it kind of came to fruition, because generally in our first semester in the fall, we talk about the elements of fiction, and we do a lot with theme and with character setting, plot point of view, and all that. Um, and symbolism is always kind of pushed off to the side a little bit. Um, it's a little bit abstract, and it's hard for the students to grasp, and so... Um, a few years ago, we had read A Christmas Carol in class, the whole thing, and it's not very long and it's doable, but it's still kind of laborious. And um, last year, I had expressed to you that I had wanted to teach that. And you said, well, don't teach the whole thing, like pull excerpts. And so I thought, oh, that could work because the symbolism in A Christmas Carol is so straightforward. It's, you know, and so big that... Um, it's easy to do. And then you also get that extra little snippet of a really obvious character change across the story as well. And so that's something that I kind of like to wrap up my elements of fiction with is, you know, have you noticed that your characters change throughout the story? Oh, here's a blatant one with Scrooge, like before and after and all that. And so this unit revolves around teaching symbolism and then tracking that character change as well. Yeah. And I just want to say for a second, um, I, I love how you just talked through that because, as we said in our last episode, when you're thinking about a novel or a unit or a project, having that dialogue in yourself and saying, what exactly do I want them to get out of this? What do they need to know? What do they need to be able to do? It really, you know, when I remember that conversation and I remember you talking to me about you know, why you were going to do this and what you intended. And you didn't need to read the whole novel or the whole, you know, the whole play. You you didn't need to do that in order to get where you were going. So, um, you know, this this particular unit is an example of that, how to really be thoughtful and intentional about the learning objectives um, rather than thinking and approaching it from I'm teaching this text. Yep. And so this one we set up as a playlist that 
where there's no shuffling, they have to follow the order only because it is a novel and they follow the storyline of the, of the novel. So, um, yeah, it's made up of five task cards. And, um, the first one, when the kids get their packet, the first task card is for the 12 deeds of goodness. (laughs) And I ask that the kids do 12 good deeds over the course of the packet, which is, this is designed in a, it's like a, eight or nine day class period thing. And my, my, our class periods are 52 minutes, um, but it's totally doable within that. And I just, they come in, they have their packet and they get to work. Um, I have audio recordings of the, all the excerpts for them set up on canvas. They have task cards that they go get. There's, um, and then they just have their packet that they're doing. And the good thing is, so what this does for me is it lightens my load actually for Christmas grading too, because I used to get bogged down with grading essays. And so what I've done now is um, this packet gives me wiggle room before the break to make sure I've gotten all my major grading done. And then the packets don't take long to grade at all. I mean, you're just flipping through a few pages um, and it's you know mostly completion and then uh, when we talk about the symbolism page, that's kind of the one that I really look at for content. So um, I'm so glad that you're saying that because my <laughs> first year of teaching, I was grading essays on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I think- and I remember my <laughs> actually being told to stop because it was time to celebrate and be with family. And I was just marking up my essays. And I think sometimes we have these big projects or, you know, um, end of semester or end uh, before break assignments, but they have to get graded. And so, you know, I would encourage everyone to really be thoughtful about that. And I love that this lightens your load so that you don't have to spend your entire break grading. Yeah, I think I spent the first 10 years of my life grading the entire second (laughs) week of Christmas break. (laughs) Right. And then and then you don't get that break that you need to recharge, rejuvenate. You're just right back in it. So yeah. (laughs) So um, and I think we're going to post some resources on our blog too. Aren't we going to put some of this stuff up there for people to see? Yeah, absolutely. um, Yeah. So the kids um, start out with their 12 deeds of goodness. And that's a little tricky. It becomes, um, there are some kids who walk around and knock each other's pencils off the desks and then, oh, look, that dropped. Let me pick that up for you. So we have to talk about oh. what a good deed is. Um, <laughs> my desks get really clean. Um, because, nice. <laughs> yeah, my floor gets really clean. They pick up scraps of paper and stuff all over the floor. Um, so yeah, that's kind of that. And so they have to keep doing that. Um, now to track Scrooge's character change, we decided to do a Facebook profile for him. And so there's, it's the exact same handout for the beginning of the story and for the after story. Um, one of the things that I was thinking about changing is to have them do a write up of just like, how does his character change um, mm-hmm. over that? But eh, you know, <laughs> we're trying to keep it light, right? <laughs> and- well, and I remember when we talked about this, um, you know, kids are on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Mm -hmm. you know, and integrating that into the classroom, they seem to really enjoy that because that's, that's what they're doing outside of the classroom. And that's how they're communicating with each other. And I think if we can connect what they're doing socially to what they're doing academically, 
it, it tends to lead to more engagement. Yeah, and it actually would be really fun for them to do like a Snapchat plot line or something for the right? <laughs> for the story. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, or an Instagram story where they record themselves. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves. This is what we do. We get into planning mode. Um, so they do the Facebook page to really dive into an analysis of his character at the beginning of the yep. story. They read an excerpt of it and then, um, yeah, and then they do the Facebook page. And you had suggested that we do a CSI um, for that. So if you want to talk about that. Yes. So I know you and I are very aligned um, in that we ultimately believe that we're teaching thinking more than anything else. And CSI is a thinking routine that was developed through um, Project Zero at Harvard. There um, are some great books written by Ron Richard. One of them is um, Thinking Routines. And CSI is one of those thinking routines. So the idea is the C represents color, the S represents symbol, and the I represents image. And it's a process that students can engage in to get them really thinking about symbolism. So it felt like a good fit knowing that when we talked about what you wanted them to learn, specifically, symbolism was at the heart of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's at the, um, I know it's hard to see, I, you'll see the papers on the blog, but um, <laughs> you'll see that that's kind of at the top and whatnot. Um, and then I was just telling Julie about the image is a little bit confusing for the kids uh, to grasp what I'm looking for there, essentially between what a symbol is and then what an image is. And so um, I do need to update that because I think the image is more of a reflection of just something from the excerpt a scene Mm -hmm. from the excerpt. And so I'm going to, um, I'll update that. The rest of the Facebook page is there's an about me section that they have to write about him. Um, basic information, um, with his name, nickname, the city and the time period, um, that has a place for family and friends. And then the favorites and the favorites are all, you know, this is, it's text based until you get to the fun stuff. Um, they could make up friends if they know grouchy people or people obsessed with money. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, for the favorites, they get to make up that stuff. So what would his favorite activities be, his favorite sports be, uh, TV show, movie, song, book, favorite subject, and the thing that he is best at. Um, and so the kids like to have fun with that. There was a kid every, yesterday, it was so funny. Every time he came up with something, he had to come show me. It was like mm-hmm. for every single one. I think he came up to my, you know, came over to me about eight times during the class. And but he's you like, know what? Oh, get that this, get this. He's into it. Oh, he yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It was super funny. So, um, so then we moved into the the real meat of it, which is the um, three spirit symbolism page, and so we're looking at the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, and the ghost of Christmas future, and the symbols that we chose to highlight for those. um, I mean, the ghost of Christmas past is light, um, and then we chose green for the ghost of Christmas present. And then um, darkness for the ghost of Christmas future. And there's a symbolism dictionary that I have a link to in Canvas. And so on the task card, it tells the kids to go look up the symbol um, online. So they're getting a resource and then they're um, also having to use their analytical skills. And the task is then for each spirit. Well, first they have to draw a little picture of how the text describes it. And then um, they have to look up the symbolism and then write why the author used that symbol in the space below. And it really helps if the kids have questions about that. 
um, I've been telling the kids, well, why didn't he have a ghost dressed as an eagle? Eagles symbolize freedom. Like, why wasn't it done like that? You know, why wasn't the ghost carrying a huge bouquet of red roses? That symbolizes love. Like, why wouldn't that have been in there? And then with that contrast, they start to see, oh, okay, I'm starting to see kind of a relationship here with symbolism. And so if you frame it like that, I find that it's a little bit easier. Um, So I don't know how much we want to say about this. Well, I think, um, you know, the, this task card in particular, I want to say a little bit about the order of the tasks, because remember you mentioned at the beginning, there's no shuffling in this playlist. You have to go through them in this specific order. And there's a reason why this is not the first task, right? Yeah. And it's very intentional that they have, the way I see it, the first task card is really kind of like an anticipation guide. It's, it's pre-activating their knowledge and experience with, with what a, you know, a a deed of goodness is for themselves. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily about what they're reading yet. And then the Facebook page is really focused on getting to know this character. And once they've gotten to know the character, now they're starting to think a little bit more about the, you know, the different representations and symbols in the novel. Mm -hmm. If this came first, there would be confusion, right? Yeah. 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 Cause so it's no very context. important. It's very important that this is not done as the first task or the yeah. second task. And this isn't the first playlist that they've had either. And so to right. them, they're already trained, you know, they know that, um, there are tasks, there are units that are shuffleable and ones that are not. And so, um, we cover that when I hand out the packets that it's, you have to do it in order. Um, so. Right, because I'm thinking if someone would use this and they have never done playlists or task cards with their students before, they would definitely want to spend some time talking about how this process works mm-hmm. and yep. what a task card is and what a playlist is and why they are being asked to go through these tasks in chronological order. I think when you're using something like this, which is a beautiful system, the first time around, you really need to unpack it for them. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, once they're used to it, to your point, it lightens your load. Yep. But um, yeah, the first time around, I would encourage anyone using this to to really explain um, the why this is the order and how this works. Yeah, and it's actually a fairly easy, it's an easy unit if it was the first time. It's, a, it's right. an easy one to do um, right off the bat. So anyway, so after they'd go through each of the... Now, also with the, the three-spirit symbolism for each of the ghosts, um, it's the exact same assignment. I don't change anything, and I think that consistency is really important yeah. because then the kids can focus on the content and not, well, what am I supposed to do for this assignment? Um, right. So I think that's really important too. And then after that, we just wrap back up with the um, the other Facebook page um, at Scrooge's character at the end of the story, and um, it's the exa- it, like it's that repetition, that exact same thing. So now they're they're doing another CSI, so they have to come up with a new color, um, a different symbol, and then a different image from the text. His profile picture should look different. You know, he should look happier. Um, and then they, <laughs> <laughs> in theory. Some of the kids' pictures are really funny. (laughs) Um, And then you go through the same thing, the about me, the basic information, um, the favorites, the family, the friends, and all that. And 
and they get to see that change in him. And then we wrap up. So the work time for the packet, like I said, is about eight days. Um, actually maybe only seven. And then I do tack on, I show the George C. Scott version of A Christmas Carol on the last two days. So overall I run it for nine days. Um, but then the packet, actual packet work is seven. And, um, I like the George C. Scott version because it uses actual direct quotes from the story. It's, yeah. the, it's the most accurate. It does get a little dark. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it can be a little bleak at we, times. Yeah, but... we, we leave a light on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's just, it's a really fun way to end the semester and to, you know, hit those objectives of character change over the course of a story and also um, really get that symbolism piece in, so... Yeah, what, what I love about this, and let's be honest, and I've been seeing it all over Instagram um, from various teachers and what they're posting, this is a really hard time because students need a break, you need a break, you know, everybody is thinking about the vacation. So having um, a plan like this, I think, is is incredibly helpful to both you and your students because if you really unpack what um, this this unit is, there's a lot of creativity in it. They're, they get to draw. Mm-hmm. They get to um, use their own imagination, and they get to connect popular culture to um, you know an older text. Yeah. That, and we know sometimes older texts, even though we love them, our students aren't always into it. So I think um, you know having that creativity not just having them write, but having them do the Facebook page, um, having them, you know, draw the different um, color symbol and image. It's, it's giving them different ways of responding to the text rather than doing something like a traditional essay. And you are letting them see parts of the movie. Um, and so to me, it's, it just seems like a really great way to address two really important objectives symbolism and characterization, while also making sure that there's creativity um, and elements of shorter writing um, and drawing as well. Yeah. And the last task card, um, I just want to talk about that. There's a, I found a Victorian etiquette game online last year, and that's sort of like my sponge activity, I guess. If the kids finish at different times, then they can play that. Um, It's really, it's, a really simplistic game, but it's hilarious. And I always want the kids to play it with the volume on because the characters make really funny noises. Mm. And, um, cause they're like walking along and they're like, and, um, <laughs> and if you get things wrong in the game, then funny things happen. Like you'll get shot by a cannon or a wagon, oh a wagon will run you over or zombies will come and get you or something like that. Like it's got some really funny things. And so when the kids come over and they're like, Oh, you know, I, I got everything right. And I'm like, well, go back and play and do some things purposefully wrong, you know? And (laughs) so it just, it gives them a little bit of a taste of, you know, Victorian etiquette for the time period. And, um, yeah, they seem to really like it. So it's good. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's such a great, fun, engaging holiday related unit. Um, and, and as Darcy said, we are going to share, um, 
some of the different tasks that uh, she designed on the blog so that you can consider either trying it or doing something similar. Because I think the other aspect of this, the instructional design aspect is task cards and playlists are something that you can do with a variety of different texts, right? Oh, and yeah. projects. So yeah. this is just one take on um, that approach. But I think it can be really helpful to see the visual layout of what does the playlist look like? What you know, do the task cards look like? Um, and, and so we will definitely share that with you. Yep, absolutely. I can't remember if there's anything else we need to talk about. Well, I think at this point, uh, you know, it's just getting through uh, those next few days. Uh, <laughs> And, and then getting ready to celebrate the holidays with our families. Um, I, I, I wish we could have done this a couple weeks ago so that people could have actually used it this year. But I think. <laughs> I know. But yeah. But I think it's, it plants the seed. And it I plants think the seed. It, it, it is our way of saying happy holidays. It is. It is our, I wish I had some jingle bells to ring right now. I, I could sing, really. I love to sing. I could sing, but I will spare everyone. I, I've been singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and my children are like, please stop. <laughs> I'm one of those people who wants to start decorating immediately when Thanksgiving dinner is over. I've got like all the Christmas music on it's, you know, I'm just really into it, but yeah. not everybody appreciates that. You have so. to embrace it. You got to embrace it while you can. I know I might make my CrossFit club do the 12 days of Christmas workout on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to make it fun because it's getting dark so early. It's cold. There has to be something, you know, to kind of keep things fun um, with the winter happening. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, we're, we're, we've got exciting things coming up. I'm going to be starting a new job, um, which I hopefully will be able to talk about um, soon. And I'm looking forward to that. And we're going to keep um, going forward with the podcast and the blog. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So I guess we'll see you next year. <laughs> Enjoy your break. Do not grade essays on Christmas Eve. Just say no. Yep. <laughs> All right. Don't we'll... do it. <laughs> Happy holidays. Thank you for listening. Our next episode will be posted soon. If you want to follow the crusade, subscribe on our website, www.classroomcrusaders.com.